Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We're down to Danette. McLovin's back. Fritzy's out today. Hope he's feeling better. Get to phone calls, as we always do. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to Peacock. Our streaming partner and our great radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400 cities. We sort of have breaking news with Deshaun Watson. It's certainly escalated in the last couple of days because we didn't have any news out of uh, Houston with the Texans and Deshaun Watson. We were told he was going to show up. He did show up on Sunday. And what we were told is he was respectful, but his demeanor reiterated he does not want to be in Houston. The question is, will a team step up and make a massive offer that would compel the Texans to move him? Watson would also have to uh, waive his no-trade clause. Tom Pelissero, the NFL Network, says the Texans are now willing to listen and have been for some time to trade offers for Deshaun Watson. According to multiple sources, the price is high for a player of his caliber and should be. It would likely take at least three first-round picks and more. And then you start to wonder, all right, the Texans are asking for three first-round picks and probably a starter. Okay, so you offer two first-round picks and a starter. Right now, you got to look at him as damaged goods. And is he a bargain? I think you have to look at it. Both sides have to look at this and go, well, he was great last year, but if these charges go away, then all of a sudden you're getting a bargain. If you're Miami or if you're Carolina or Philadelphia, Denver, you know, it seems like there's four teams that are keeping their eye on, as we like to say, monitoring the situation, and they're monitoring the situation with Aaron Rodgers. I'm also wondering how many teams would actually be in play for Aaron Rodgers this year? 
Denver, we keep hearing Denver. We've sort of heard about the Raiders. What about the Dolphins? Like they were 10 and 6 last year, probably not sold on Tua. You can trade him to the AFC, which I'm told that that's that's he's not going to be traded to the NFC. And if you're not satisfied with Tua, you could bring him in. You have draft picks, got a really good head coach, young head coach. Rodgers comes into town. All right. You're certainly relevant. Haven't talked about Miami. It seems like Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. And then this is this would be my question. If you do trade Deshaun Watson to Miami, the question is going to be, if you're Houston, do you want Tua Tonga-Vailoa? Because I would just want draft picks. Tua is, you know, is sort of a stopgap right now, and he'd come in, and it's a bad team. And I would rather just sort of, we'll figure this out, but let's, let's kind of look at this as maybe a three-year window, three-year process of we're going to get some picks and we're going to figure this out. We'd have the number one pick in the draft, more than likely, trading Deshaun Watson. And then you could kind of regroup and go, okay, what kind of team do we want to be? Miami getting Deshaun Watson, that would be, that'd be a tremendous boost for them because this is a, a quarterback who's, what, 12 years younger than Aaron Rodgers. Do you have to give up more to get him? That would be what I, you know, Rodgers wants out. Okay, so do you have to give full, full value to the Packers for Aaron Rodgers, if that's the case? Uh, Deshaun Watson. All right, you don't even know if he's going to be available, even if he makes these uh, these claims go away. Is he? Does the NFL punish him? How long does he sit out? Does he sit out at all? And you know, these are some of the questions that are attached to Deshaun Watson, who did show up, but I think showed up to say, "Hey, you don't want me here. You don't want me to be a distraction, but I'm going to be here because I don't want to get fined." And then you have Aaron Rodgers' situation. Rodgers probably not going to show up this week, but then when he does, does he want to show up to be a distraction? That's that's sort of the chess game, it feels like, that's being played here, certainly with Aaron Rodgers, because I'll reiterate what I was told in the first hour by somebody who knows Aaron. He doesn't do anything by accident. This is all strategy. Because I said, what is the end game? And the person I talked to was said, I don't know. This, this is something that Aaron has sort of kept to himself, but he does think that maybe there's uh, collusion with him and Devontae Adams as if to say, hey, are you going in? No. All right, well, I don't want to sign this long-term contract if you're not going to be there. Whether that's the case or not, certainly feels that way. And then the cryptic message with the last dance with Jordan and Pippen. <laughs> now, is the last dance over or is this the last dance have they started the music for the last dance in Green Bay? That's what I want to know. All right, update the poll results, Sarah McLovin. Who's getting traded this week? Chris Bryant, number one. <laughs> Don't forget Ben Simmons. That's that's for the second half of the week. Uh, draft night on Thursday. So I guess there was a report that they're shopping him hard right now. Mm. Uh, and then, But nobody has Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. So people are skeptical that that's, this is going to happen. Well, I would say Deshaun Watson, but there's way too much... You know, there, there's there's a whole lot going on that you can't just go. All right, we're going to trade you now. I I gotta have I gotta have something that's solid that says, okay, you can get him now. He's not going to be punished by the NFL. 
but this is what you're in for. Yeah, McLovin. I, I was wondering, is it hard to sell um, on a sort of an ethical standpoint if you're a team? Like if you're Philadelphia and you bring them in, aren't you worried about, you know, um, what if this goes south? You know, what if the trial goes south and then you just look like... Well, there's of, no trial. Well, the civil trial, yeah. Yeah. But, but I, there's nothing that's scheduled. There's no civil trial scheduled. Well, he's supposed to... He's being deposed next February. Yeah. Me. That's a long time. Long time to settle. But it's certainly... It's not like really the image you want to put forth with your quarterback. You don't, but it, it, these things all go away. It, when you win, it all goes away. I mean, Araldus Chapman. Remember when they brought him in? He won a World Series. I don't know if the fans went, I'm not, I'm not going to cheer for the Cubs. This is a bad guy. Tyreek Hill. Chiefs still have Tyreek Hill. Like it, it just it goes away eventually. And it would go away with Deshaun Watson, more than likely. Unless it gets worse. But right now, we haven't heard anything. And uh, waiting for a smoking gun where you say, oh, boy, he's got to settle now. We haven't heard that yet. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. We, uh, we ended last hour with a really pressing question of why do the uh, divers, when they get out of the pool at the Olympics, they wash off? Uh, Paulie, did you get information on this that you can share with our audience Oh, yeah. You've been on the edge of your seat. Well, a lot of us thought it was because they want to get the chlorine off them. They said that's a benefit of uh, either going in the hot tub or showering off. Mm. But it's about cramping and staying warm. The mm. different uh, temperatures, you're going from the air to the water mm-hmm. to the air again. Mm. They think that a warm water uh, shower or mm. jumping in a warm tub keeps your muscles looser and avoids cramping. Mm. And everybody does it. Okay. If you have more of a break before your next time diving, they say you're more apt to go into a hot tub because it keeps you nice and warm. Don't miss the Peacock Original Special Sisters of 96, the 1996 U.S. Women's Olympic soccer team. Watch as members of the U.S. Women's soccer team relive the historic match that won them a gold medal. You can stream, go to PeacockTV.com, sign up right now. Paul Feinbaum will join us coming up next hour. We'll talk some uh, real drama there with college football. Because a week ago at this time, we didn't hear too much about Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC. Now it feels like it's inevitable. It's like, uh, did it happen yet? And then uh, I think it's an unsubstantiated report that says Ohio State and Michigan have been contacted by the SEC. Not confirmed. But, But if I'm Greg Sankey and I run the SEC, I call everybody. Why not? I mean, that more chaos. It's chaotic. How about more chaos? And and if you're going to create this Goliath conference, then go ask. Hey, Ohio State, Michigan, you interested? USC, you interested? Oregon, you interested? Stanford, maybe? Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, I miss a lot. I was following the show on Twitter and. I the way I from afar said is the SEC becoming like the NFL of college football like yes what's the end game here the end game to me at least my gut feeling and a little bit of uh, knowledge from a source is you're really going to look at the NFL model and you're going to be able to go you're going to be playing these are the teams in your division and let's say you have 40 teams and let's say you have 16 playoff spots 
and you do you have a model just like the NFL. And also, you will get better regular season games, and they will mean something. You have to win your division, and then you're going to play, and then there'll probably be a couple of wild card berths, and it's the same thing as the NFL. But I think that not the trickier part, but something to keep an eye on, you might be able to have 40 football programs and be able to pay the players. You could pay a minimum wage. These are the top 40 schools. You, you know, they're going to own their rights. It just, things are changing and it feels like the NCAA has basically put its arms up to say, yeah, uh, go ahead. We have no authorization. They have no power. Greg Sankey has all the power. He is Roger Goodell of college football. Yes, he NCAA is in a classic, uh, we're monitoring the situation <laughs> mode. Yeah, we're monitoring the uh, situation. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Now, I, I, I think that's where we're headed to an NFL model, and I would go after the top 40 schools. Maybe, maybe it's 32. Maybe you do have the true model of the NFL. Yeah, McLevin. You, if you go to minimum wage, what's to stop someone from suing and saying, I want to make a million dollars, not, you know, because the market's still there. Couldn't it, couldn't it become a bidding war? Like, Well, that's going to take a long time in the courts, right? Oh, sure, years. Yeah, and nobody's going to be around to then benefit mm. from that. Like, you know, like the Ed O'Bannon situation with uh, EA Sports with video games, but, you know, that was over a decade ago. And it's not like Ed was still playing at UCLA. It's going to take somebody who's willing to be, you know, sacrificial lamb. And I don't know who's willing or how many players are willing to do that. Plus, name, image, and likeness. We're letting you make all the money you want with your name, your image, and your likeness. And we're going to give you minimum wage for all the hours that you put in for your football program. The money that's going to be made here, I mean, that's why Oklahoma and Texas are leaving. You know, they don't want to share the money with these other schools they've been dragging along. But you don't want to be the last one in. You want to, if you're USC... You've got to be thinking, all right, how do, we, do we fit in here? Can we fit in here? This isn't about tradition anymore. Rivalries, they don't, nobody cares. I mean, we should, but we don't. And imagine if we actually had a governing body with teeth, they would have prevented this from happening. But we don't have that. The fact that you can go last week, oh, did you hear that rumor about Oklahoma and Texas? To this week, did it happen yet? It's crazy. But now if you're the Big 12, what are you doing? If you're the Pac-12, what are you doing? What are you doing in the Big 10? The other schools in the ACC? Does Clemson go, uh, I don't know. Should we? I'm guessing the SEC has reached out Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan, maybe USC, maybe Oregon. Why not? See what they have to say. I would. Yeah, Paul. You know, I'd really like to hear from and you never will is the networks and not the people on air at the networks, but the person who runs college football at Fox, the person who runs college football at ESPN. Those people are involved in this. Yes. Those people are talking to Greg Sankey. If he wants to make some type of super conference that's going to have a new TV deal and take over college football, there are people at ESPN who are involved and will not be talking to the news division. And same thing with Fox. And they won't talk to the news people like you know, Brady Quinn at Fox can't find out from the executives. What's the plan here? Because they're all in on it. Yes, they are. And make no mistake about it, ESPN is far more powerful than the NCAA. ESPN has been running college football. Now, you can put Fox in there, 
But ESPN is creating the schedules, and you know they were the ones you know going to push for a fourteen playoff. Then it was going to be a twelve team playoff. Uh, you had the agreement that says we can't break this uh, until what 2024, 2025. You know there are a lot of power brokers here, and there's a whole lot at stake. I remember during the pandemic, during the football season, Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, we probably had him on four times. He hasn't been available to us. He's in the midst of something, not just Texas and Oklahoma. And I'm sure he doesn't want to answer my questions. He's been very generous with his time, but I'm going to guess that Sankey's probably like, who called? Dan Patrick. Uh, Not available. Traveling. Yeah, Paul. He'll be available the day after the announcement. Whatever the announcement is. Yeah, but then there's going to be the potential for a next announcement. That's what I want to know. All right, I've moved on from Texas and Oklahoma. But if you're Kansas State today or Kansas, Iowa State, and Iowa State just sort of, you know, they they moved up the ladder this last year. Oklahoma State's got a lot of money. What about Penn State? There's a lot of money there too. Michigan State, like what about Miami? What about the U? There's so many different Florida State. There's so many programs that they're probably going. Uh, did we get a call yet from the SEC? We did. Oh boy. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, Florida State. I forgot about I know, them. I know. Oh, by the way, Florida State. Uh, Team USA loses to France. Uh, nothing surprises me anymore. Not with this team and the other countries. France has got you know a respectable team. They play together. They know each other. Team USA, when, you know, let me take a break. I want to talk about this because you got guys who are used to putting up 25, 30 shots a game, and then all of a sudden you got to get into that, oh, I, I shouldn't put up 25, 30 shots a game. And uh, why the stars aren't getting the calls that they normally get. That's part of the problem. And more of your phone calls coming up as well. Take a break. 17 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. You can hear it in my voice. I got energy. I got energy to burn. In fact, it's called M-Drive Boost and Burn. Daily supplement gives you energy. And uh, you stay driven. You feel your best. Because sometimes you wake up and you go, I already feel like I put in a full day. Mentally, physically. And normally that's just dealing with Fritzy with his emails all weekend long. I had to call him and I said, Fritzy. This weekend? Yes. 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 I just said, Todd, you got to help me out here. He goes, I'm just saying, I just wanted to let you know. You know, I said... But can we, you know, how about one email per hour? Not like three or four. Yes. The call must have been a lot worse than that. It was. I mean, Todd's not here today. I know. I don't know if you've considered that, but. MDriveDan.com. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Also, find it at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. Go to MDriveDan.com and try MDrive Boost and Burn for yourself. Don't let age or Todd Fritz beat you. Refind your prime with MDrive. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. France defeated Team USA in basketball. Next up, they have Iran. We'll talk about that coming up here in a moment. Here's a joint statement. It's from Texas and Oklahoma, the athletic department's. That alone should tell you where we are with that possible decision with Texas and Oklahoma. It'd be like Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas saying, we're going to put a joint statement out together. We have a project we're working on. Here's the statement. The University of Texas at Austin and the University of Oklahoma notified the Big 12 Athletic Conference today that they will not be renewing their grants of media rights following expiration in 2025. Providing notice to the Big 12 at this point is important in advance of the expiration of the conference current media rights agreement. The universities intend to honor their existing grant of rights agreements. However, both universities will continue to monitor the rapidly evolving college athletic landscape as they consider how best to position their athletic programs for the future. S.E.C. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know, and I'll talk to Feinbaum about this next hour, about the uh, current media rights agreement that runs through 2025. If they're set to join the SEC, then what's that mean for these media rights in this agreement? I'm going to guess you'd have to buy them out. But uh, that was just released, a, a joint statement. I mentioned that we're on in nearly 400 cities around America, including uh, KZOTAM, 1180 AM in Omaha, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, uh, Dakota, KQWBAM, 1660 AM, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on AM 540 WWCS. Thank you for your support with this program. All right, uh, Ted in Tampa's back, best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Ted, what do you have for me? Hey, Dan, it's a great weekend. Yesterday, all the season ticket holders uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Super Bowl champion Bucks got to see their very first workout. And what what really looked good was uh, uh, the fact that the entire team was back. No holdouts. Uh, unlike last year, we didn't have a lot of people like Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, and, and people joining late. So everybody was there from the first day on. Uh, and they, they really look good, even in some of the rookies that we signed up. Uh, so uh, that's my best of the weekend. Uh, my uh, worst of the weekend was uh, I heard some noise out in my front yard. I looked out there, and there was about 10 kids uh, who were playing in my front yard, and they all had little T-shirts on that said woke on the chest. And so uh, half of them had uh, cap guns and toy rifles. Uh, the other of them had uh, uh, toy bows and arrows. And so I just put my head out the door and said, what are you guys doing? And they said, we're playing uh, Cowboys and Guardians. Oh, I see what you did there, Ted. Ted, hey, appreciate it. All right, Ted. Big wind-up with that joke. Long setup. And there's the pitch. No longer playing Cowboys and Indians. It's Cowboys and Guardians. Mm. Thank you, Ted. Uh, if Fritzy had done it, I would have crushed him. Yeah. Right? But uh, Ted and Tampa, we just move on. Thank you, Ted. I'm looking at the, uh, the top grossing schools. Is this athletic departments? Or this college? is uh, football, I think. Okay. Uh, uh, I think it's revenue from football as reported to the uh, NCAA. All right. Let's see. I'll start at 10. Nebraska, 94 million. Alabama, 94 million. Oklahoma, 8, 94 million. Auburn, 95 million. That's another school. You know, you start to think of these schools that make a ton of money. Penn State's 100 million. Ohio State, 115. What do you do if you're Notre Dame? Notre Dame, 116 million. Michigan, 122. Then it's Georgia, 123. And number one, Texas, $156 million generated. Got your own network there. But what do you do if you're Notre Dame? What do you do if you're Penn State? Is Ohio State interested? Is Michigan interested? Yes, Eden. I'm sorry, but not to throw like everything out the window, but if that's the start of a new league, I would watch that. <laughs> sorry. Well, add, a, add another 15, I don't know, 25 or something like that. I'm like, hell yeah, I would watch this every weekend. You don't want Nebraska in there. I'll take Nebraska. Okay. I'm down, I'm down with Nebraska. I mean, historically, yeah. not recently. You need some of that. Uh, LSU is 11th at 92 million. Tennessee, 91 million. 
Then it's Wisconsin, Florida, and Washington. Yes, McLovin. I don't understand why Nebraska is not great at football anymore. What happened? They, they, have, they have all this money coming in. How did that program fall off? Did they just choose the wrong coach at some point? I thought it started to go wrong when they got rid of Frank Solich. Because I thought Frank was a great coach. And he's still coaching at Ohio U, I believe. And does a great job there. He might have just retired. But Frank, I, I just thought, you know. That's where you go, oh, you know, our coach, uh, you know, we need somebody more dynamic or we got to we got to have a big name in here. And sometimes that doesn't work out. well. Yes, Paul. Texas football has had one 10 win plus season Mm. in the past 11 years. And they're the by far the most profitable team. Yeah, but look at Michigan. Michigan's 122. They're third on the list. Michigan hadn't done anything. Yes, McClellan. Yeah, they beat Ohio State on this list, unlike, <laughs> unlike what happens on the field. And there we go. Well maybe, done. Maybe Alabama should have some 9-4 and four seasons and make some real money. Yeah, Alabama is ninth on this list. How, how could Alabama be ninth? I, I wonder how this list, it has something to do. They report all the uh, sports-specific data of the U.S. Department of Education. Yeah, I feel like there's something else going on here. Where's Clemson? So Clemson must have, I don't know. I have no idea. It must be private and not on this list. <laughs> what, Clemson's private? I don't think so. I think it is a public school. Maybe they didn't make it. Well, what about million. Notre Dame? So they said there's an exception. Notre Dame, for some reason, does report oh, okay. their income, even though they don't have to. And USC does, too. But USC didn't make the top 15. <laughs> no. And USC, by the way, they're not a big spending program, are they? I know they're like glamour, but are they? They never seem to get the big name coach. Or Well, they tried. Urban Meyer. Yeah. They were going to get Urban Meyer. And then it was uh, one of the higher ups that said, nope, not bringing in Urban Meyer. If you're this SEC superpower conference, is USC a must call? Oh, I I think you want to be in Los Angeles. I think you want to have that market. Oregon is a big time player. Where's Oregon on this list as far as money, revenue? It's listed, but it's listed as Nike. Oh, Nike University. They read the name wrong. Okay, all right. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, to their five-star sales service financial support crew. You can uh, go that extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership, and do that today. Uh, Russ in Tennessee. Hey, Russ, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. How you doing Good, today? sir. Good, sir. What do you have? Five foot seven and way too heavy. All but right. Working on it. All right. Um... My best and worst weekend, the best was USA losing in basketball. I am so tired of everybody clamoring to those overpaid, pretentious jerks. All right. I hate pro basketball. Worst weekend, no DP over the weekend, having to listen to some of the oddball shows. And I got a question for you. Okay. How in the world do you – you've got to have the – the patience of Job because you put up with McLovin's constant rambling and going around a, a question to make a point. He's like a woman. He's like going home to your wife and having to lift up what Meredith did all day just to you have to hear it all. Uh, thank you, Russ. Russ had a Tough weekend there. Russ calling from 1956, by the way. <laughs> I think so. That's an amazing trick. <laughs> He's dialed up his phone. <laughs> 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 All 
Uh, Operator, correct, correct me to Dan Patrick. Yeah. Uh, my wife's nothing like McLovin. Let's all distance ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. I like how Russ doesn't like NBA basketball. As if he's got good basketball in Tennessee where he goes, no, that's the kind of basketball I like. Or a football program either. But thank you for your support. You can get a sense sometimes where the phone call and where we're inching. Here we go. Here we, okay. Yes, Big Club. Uh, I'm going to not talk about You're Russ gonna... or his wife um, yeah. at all. All right. Bill in Florida. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and Danettes. Good. So, my best of the weekend, the Yankees blowing a 4 nothing no-hitter and losing and now having to come to Champa Bay to play the Rays. Yeah. My worst, I stayed up and finally went to bed at 11 o'clock watching the opening ceremony, and the U.S. team still hadn't been out. And where are the Brooklyn guys on the handball team? I don't know. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> We being punk today? Um, I was going to talk about Team USA basketball, and I'm not surprised that they're losing or not playing well. But a lot of this has to do with the style of play. You got players who are usually the alpha, and Damian Lillard's not putting up 25 shots or 30 shots, and Durant's not putting up 25 shots. It's kind of weird that you're waiting for somebody else to do something. You're also not getting the calls that you normally expect. You allow France to go on a 16-2 run. You know, defense, optional. You know, France at least had a game plan. You know, they had Rudy Gobert, and then they had a bunch of, you know, Evan Fournier. I mean, these, these aren't guys who are supposed to beat us, the United States. But they play hard. I mean, this is their gold medal game. And that's what the United States has to figure every time they go out there and play. Plus, Greg Popovich loves his teams to move the ball. Most NBA teams and most of these guys, most of these stars, don't move the ball that well. It usually stays with them. Popovich wants you to move the ball, and you're asking them to do this in a two-week period. You're coming off, you know, the the NBA Finals and the season went longer. And, you know, there's just a lot of mitigating circumstances here. But the fact is, the rest of the world is not afraid of Team USA. Like Luka put up 48 in his Olympic debut. Slovenia beat Argentina. Argentina's good. That's a respectable team. But Luka put up 48. The rest of the world is not afraid. Can they figure this out? Can they still win the gold? Sure. But they play the Czech Republic, I think, after Iran. I wouldn't be, I can't sit here and go, you know what? They're going to beat the Czech Republic. I have no idea. Because you lose to Nigeria, lose to Australia. Okay. Oh, those are just, that's just a, kind of a friendly, a warm up. Okay. What was France? Just a warm-up, just a friendly. You don't want to be compared to the 4 team. That was when LeBron James, famously known as LeBron's, because he got the bronze medal there. And that was a good team. But, you know, Tim Duncan, you had LeBron, D. Wade, Allen Iverson. 
It's not a foregone conclusion. This isn't an easy pass. The HOV lane where you go, hey, Team USA. Oh, yeah, come on. The 90s are over. A couple more phone calls. Jason in Nebraska. Hi, Jason. What's on your mind today? Hey, Danny and the Danettes. Love you guys. Thank you, Jason. Uh, real quick, my best is the new Subway commercial with Steph Curry. thought that was pretty funny. Um, my bester is the Olympics in general. Um, I'm just I'm glued to it. Uh, for sports I couldn't care less about any other time. And then my bestest goes out to my boy, Fritzy, which I'm sure he's watching right now, women's beach volleyball. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, Danny. Great. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank, thank you, Jace. I'm sure Fritzy has probably figured out the uh, TV schedule for w- women's beach volleyball. Yeah. 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 Uh, I did watch it in London, and uh, – it was spectacular. I mean, just the athletes there, just beach volleyball in general. Uh, it's great. It, it's uh, it's a fast paced, fun. Brought my you know my entire family to watch uh, beach volleyball. It was great. Yes, yeah, it's funny. I don't necessarily think of London and beaches, but they had the sand there. <laughs> yeah, they 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 brought the sand and made their own beach. I still think London did the best job of the Olympics I've been involved in. London was. Just wonderful. Great experience. They got it. Uh, they embraced the world. The Royals embraced the world back when they were all on the same page. But London was, that that's as good as you can get with the Olympics. You know, Sochi, Sochi was a mess. because It, it looked good on TV, though. I mean, we, we, it's only what we could see. Yes. And then where we were at our hotel, I was allowed to go from my hotel over to basically the communication center, our broadcast facility. And then I had to take the bus back and go back to my hotel. I couldn't go, and there was no pandemic. I, I couldn't even go into downtown Sochi. We were told that uh, it wasn't safe. And you're there for over three weeks. And then I'm told in Tokyo, if you're working, you go from your hotel to a venue and then back. That's it due to the pandemic. Uh, Rio was a little dicey as well. Uh, safety concerns. You know, when they tell you, hey, when you go outside, you know, make sure that you, you know, you don't have your wallet in your back pocket. Like, there were, there were real concerns in the evening in Rio. I found that the people were wonderful. The food was great. The beach was beautiful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you have this. You have it with these cities. Paris is coming up. Los Angeles is coming up and should do uh, wonderful jobs. I'd still love for them to have two, maybe two Winter Olympic sites and then two Summer Olympic sites, and then just rotate. Therefore, you're not asking these governments. I mean, Tokyo is probably going to lose billions of dollars because there's no tourism. Uh, A lot of these other places, Greece, you know, Rio with all the things that they built, and then what happens when the Olympics leave? Uh, you know, these are real, real financial concerns there. But if you had two that, you know, want to be your winter Olympic spots and then two your summer Olympics and then just rotate. And I know that the IOC wants to make money and I'm getting on a political rant here, but I just think just being financially sane, smart with all of this would go a long way with a lot of these countries. Because once the Olympics leave, whatever money you've spent in that infrastructure, you're stuck with it. 
More phone calls coming up. Take a break. Uh, Paul Feinbaum on loan with the Mothership, the voice of uh, the SEC. He'll join us coming up in about a half hour from now. Take a break. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give you our best and worst. That was depressing. During the, during the commercial break on uh, radio, we were watching a video of Mick Jagger and David Bowie, and they were doing a music video, and it's Mick's birthday. Jagger's 78 years old. Yep. 78 years young, Dan. Man. But uh, it's that uh, David Bowie-Mick Jagger collaboration, Dancing in the Street. Uh. That's painful. That video is painful. And I do believe if you said to Mick, hey, what do you want for your birthday? Hey, can you wipe clean that video I did with David Bowie <laughs> that nobody ever sees that again? Yes, he. There's probably yeah. some like mega producer from the time who was like, guys, I got it. Right? This Jagger, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get you and Bowie dancing in the street. It's going to be huge. Because, yeah, I don't think they came to that conclusion on their own, did they? At least I hope not. Like that, that wasn't their idea. Somebody talked them into doing that, right? I don't know. <laughs> but do you think that you could talk Bowie and Jagger into doing something? It feels like they would have to be the collaborators. I don't know. I mean, what is it, 93 that that came out? I don't know. I think a little earlier. Was it earlier? I don't know. It's painful to watch and because I, I love both. Yes, Paul. Mick Jagger in the video is wearing like purple parachute pants and an aqua blouse. Yeah. And I'm using that word blouse purposely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, does not, it wasn't a shirt. And David Bowie's wearing a trench coat. And it, they just say, hey, you guys, uh, dance and see if you as close as you can get together. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad the video ended when it ended because those two were really, really, really close to one another. I would always have a problem whenever I would watch a singer and then somebody comes in to sing with you and then they're it's like another guy and you're singing right <laughs> there with another guy. When Springsteen does that with little Steven and it's just like I, I, I think I'd rather just play the bass or something or I'll play the drums. But uh, yeah, it's always you're right next to one another sharing the microphone. Not good. A little awkward. <laughs> Yeah, like when Lars Ulrich is back there, no one ever jumps on the drum kit no, with him. No, you know, it's Don Henley's uh, playing the drums. Nobody's yeah. back there. Phil 85. Collins. 85. 85 is yeah, when that yeah, came out. Yeah. God, it's painful. <laughs> it really, that, 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 bum, that bummed me out. Like Jagger's 78 and still bringing it. Hit but number one in the UK. What do they know about music right. videos? Yeah. Yes, McLovin. That's right around the era where Bruce Springsteen did Dancing in the Dark. That was pretty, like a lot of rock stars were trying to sort of young mm. themselves up, and it was mm. not good era. Yeah. Did you like 80s rock at all? Like, No. No. I kind of revolted against it because it wasn't, it didn't sound like the 60s or 70s. But MTV, you know, just changed everything. And, and, and your approach to those music videos what was the second video ever played on MTV? The first one was Video Killed the Radio Star. By the Buggles. Yes. Does anybody know the second one? Yes, Paulie. I don't know for sure, but I heard an interview with John Mellencamp recently. He said when MTV debuted, they had about eight videos to choose from, and his was one of them. 
And so he said he got way more airplay than he should have. He wasn't a star yet, but he said he was on the first week of MTV. Um, Burning Down the House by Talking Heads was, was a video they played early. For some reason, I thought it was Pat Benatar. But I don't know. I don't know. I need a lot. Um, you better run. Yes, Paul. Yeah, Video Killed a Radio Star was the first video played on MTV. You Better Run by Pat Benatar. Oh, right. She Won't Dance With Me by Rod Stewart. You Better You Bet by The Who. And then it... Uh, that's R- when MTV R- really started going downhill. <laughs> R.E.M. I know got a lot of play. Oh, and the first 20 videos, you had Take On The Run by Ario Speedwagon, Rockin' The Paradise by Styx. They hit my stride there. I was reading uh, John Wertheim's book about 1984, and it's really a wonderful book if you get the opportunity because it talks about all the things that happened in 1984 with music and sports. And he talked about when Cindy Lauper and Captain Lou Albano basically created the format for WWE where, you know, you had the heel, uh, you know, the collaboration in there and with uh, Vince McMahon. And and it was really a fascinating story of what Cindy Lauper created because they had the music video, and they then started doing these big elaborate you know fights where you know it was a uh, like mega fights, and I think it started or at least partially started with Cindy Lauper and Captain Lou Albano, and they saw that chemistry between them. They had a couple of these wrestling matches. Yeah, McLevin. I think someone like hit Cindy Lauper with a chair at one point. Like she even got physical in this. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was my heyday of pro wrestling fandom, by the way. Yeah. I never had a heyday. Never even no. as a, a young, like a no. 10, 11, 12. No, no. I was outside, you know, I was hitting homers and jump, you know, hitting jumpers. I mean, I didn't have any time to stay inside. I was talking to the ladies. You know what I mean? Are you kidding me? Loser. I wear my Roddy Piper shirt and go to the Spectrum in Philadelphia. I swear. I was a wrestling dork. I was not talking to the ladies. I, I wasn't either because I had acne, you know, and I it, every time I get ready to go talk to a girl, Ed Zit would just pop up like automatically, miraculously. Be like, where did that come from? And it's on the edge of my nose. Hi. Yes, Paul. I had perfectly clear skin and still couldn't talk to the ladies. <laughs> I didn't have a, a pimple my entire life, and I couldn't do it. I, I I use that as the excuse as to why I was not in demand. Yeah, it was the acne. Not that I weighed like a you know 130 pounds and I was six three, with my hair parted down the middle. Who doesn't want some of that? Yes, McLovin. Yeah, I was I'm I was this height and weighed 120 pounds and had the acne. I was, but at least you were a star in basketball. I was a bench warmer. Yeah, yeah, great. James in North Carolina. Hi, James. What's on your mind today? Yeah, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Five foot nine, 185 pounds. All right. Um, my best uh, the weekend was um, I actually got to spend the weekend with my daughter at her AAU tournament down in uh, Aiken, South Carolina. And nice. my worst is, and the worst is, um, my Braves, uh, they can't seem to get over 500 uh, this season. So hopefully there'll be time for them. And I got one more thing I, I'd like to say. I was listening to you guys talk about the, the diving, and uh, I recommend that they add 
the cannonball and the uh, can opener uh, to see who could have the biggest splash. I like that. I like that. Thank you, James. You know, maybe you could do it with all of the divers when it's all said and done. And then you have kind of a fun exhibition for, you know, best cannonball, biggest splash. That'd be fun. Moving into the like frat house Olympics, that biggest splash. <laughs> well, if I would have said to the Olympic organizing committee, you know, you're going to embrace uh, skateboarding Monday. Uh, no, we're not. Like they want eyeballs on this. Yes, he. Yeah, that'd be something. <laughs> Final hour coming up. Paul Feinbaum will join us. One more item as we close out the second hour. And if you work out, let's say you just do a 10-minute walk. Let's say you run a 10K. Maybe you're lifting weights. Maybe you're playing golf. How about before and after? How do you feel? Well, this is where Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons come in handy. In fact, in your hand, you're going to get immediate relief when you put it on knees, shoulders, neck, back. And uh, if you don't take it from me with all of my surgeries, how about Carson Palmer, 15-year NFL quarterback, seven surgeries. Told me a couple of months ago that he used in retirement just so he can keep up with his kids just quality of life there but you don't have to be a pro athlete to enjoy the safe fast acting effective relief of level select cbd because you're going to get immediate relief right away because it uh, contains high concentrations of cbd you will feel a difference and the products are formulated with doctors levelselectcbd.com promo code dan40 that gives you 40 percent off your entire order levelselectcbd.com promo code dan40 not available in idaho iowa South Dakota. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S iHeart. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.